Welcome to the inaugural Six Flex podcast. I'm Scott Herbst. I'm the founder and lead consultant and coach at Six Flex Training and Consulting. Today we're going to cover taking things for granted and we're going to look at what's going on behaviorally when that happens and when we're doing that and how it both drives but can also constrain the performance of the people around us. Let's get into it. Broadly speaking, there are only three reasons why we do anything, why we do something when it would be easier not to do anything. Seriously, if you've got someone in your life and they're in the habit of doing something, one of three things is happening. They're either getting something from it, they're getting rid of something that they don't like, or they're preventing something else that they also don't like. It's really not more complicated than that. You have a loved one who used to leave the cap off the toothpaste, and after months of nagging, they now reliably put it on without you ever having to say a word. Well, guess what? They've learned to prevent. You used to nag. They learned that if they put the cap on the toothpaste, it would prevent that. They don't do it anymore. They put the cap on the toothpaste. I Were you to die and leave them alone, I would lay two to one odds that once an acceptable period of mourning had passed, that they would be back to their old ways. Uh, your ghost would come into the bathroom and they would see a cap on the counter next to the toothpaste tube. And I would actually set the odds higher, but apparently one-third of Americans believe in ghosts and good for them because in this land of make-believe, you're a ghost. They were right. So take a moment now, and I want you to think what it's like when your actions are in order for something not to happen. In other words, you're behaving because you doing something prevents something, something from happening. What's it like when you're trying not to upset someone? Think about that. What's it like when you're trying not to get in trouble? Really, seriously, take a moment and put yourself in that world. It isn't fun, is it? What you also may or may not be present to is that while it's not fun, it also slows down the action. How quickly when you're trying not to upset someone, when you know that the wrong answer could upset the person asking the question, how quickly do you answer the question? It takes you a moment. You're much more careful. Your behavior is constrained. This is what drives so much of work behavior. Just about any job has elements that plain aren't fun and that the people doing them, they don't get a lot out of completing those tasks. Sure, now you could say that doing those things, your employee doing those things, it might benefit the business and in the long run, doing those things makes it possible for the business to thrive or survive and for them to keep a job but the in the moment what's in it for me aspects of activity that make things enjoyable in a lot of those tasks they just aren't there in the absence of those things why we do them is because we're afraid we're afraid of getting in trouble we're afraid of looking bad we're afraid of losing our jobs and aside from sucking the fun out of life as we noticed before, they constrain performance. Here's your assignment. Think of something where you count on people for results. 
So you've got somewhere and the people in your life, they're somewhat reliable for getting things done and producing those results you want, but you don't tell them that you appreciate the work they do. Now, think of the difference that it makes and think of the difference that it makes in four different areas. So one, think of the difference it makes that they do that work, the difference it makes for their coworkers and your coworkers' ability to get their job done. Now, think of the difference it makes for you and your ability to get your job done. Third, think of the difference it makes for the organization and the impact that it has on the organization's results. Does it raise productivity? Does it lower costs? Uh, does it bring in more customers? Does it free up time so that other members of the organization can focus on things like revenue and sales? And finally, think of the difference that it makes for the organization's clients. Now, here's the hard part. Go tell them that you appreciate their contribution and be specific about what you saw about those four things. What difference does it make for the coworkers, you, the organization, and the organization's clients? Point that out for them. Now, so they don't get suspicious, you might have to clean up the fact that you don't routinely appreciate their contribution. Say something along the lines of, you know, Tom, I just noticed that you're really reliable for getting me a weekly update of where your project stands. And what I don't think I tell you enough is what a difference it makes for the executive team that we reliably have that information. You know, a lot of the growth that we've had over the past two years is because we can focus on using that information instead of focusing on getting it. So I might not always make it obvious, but I really do appreciate that that you get me that information and that it's on time and accurate. Take that on as a practice and you will see the people around you getting happier. Uh, you'll probably also start to see them start to go above and beyond in places that you actually didn't expect. And here's the best part. You'll notice yourself being happier as you surround yourself with happier, more productive people. And that wraps it up. I know it was short. I hope it was sweet. Don't forget to visit us at Six Flex Training. That's six S I X flex as in flexible training.com uh, there you can subscribe to our newsletter where you'll get regular articles links to things we like and other opportunities and remember as far as we know you get one life don't wait for it to be great around you <laughs>